0: Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going
1: to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Would you shut up, man? man? On Radio
0: TFI. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else.
1: Hello there, everybody, and welcome here to the Taxi Stand Hour. The Thursday night edition for this Thursday, October 15th of 2020, from the Northern Command Studio. I am John Shannon. Thank you for joining me. I'm assuming Ed is uh, uh off hard at work someplace, or on his way home from work. Hopefully he's listening, and if he isn't, well, hey, he's lost. Well, hey, he's probably actually listening to either the uh, Trump town hall, that's probably the one he's actually listening to, uh, or the uh, Joe Biden uh, town hall. I I was in there, uh, just before I uh, started here, I caught about uh, half an hour or so of... uh, of uh, Uncle Joe's uh, little uh, town hall meeting, there he sounded pretty good. He sounded sincere. Uh, we did uh, at one point in time. We did flip the channel a little bit just to just to see what uh, what uh, Trump sounded or what Trump was doing. And sure enough, he was going head to head and horn to horn with uh, uh, with one of the moderators. By the way we got good news and bad news, by the way. The good news is is that we are up and fired up on RadioTFI.com. RadioTFI.com is working. If you don't want to sit here and listen to me waving my hands in front of all this kind of stuff, you just want to listen on your cell phone or on your uh, computer or whatever, uh, you can go to RadioTFI.com and you can catch the live show. Uh, if uh, the bad news is, is for whatever reason uh, Periscope isn't uh, connecting properly today, so um, Unfortunately, uh, we have no Periscope here, but fear you not there folks. We have the YouTube connection. We have the uh, the Facebook connection uh, And uh, we uh, hope that will uh, we'll all work out if you uh, so, look, we have quite a bit uh, to cover here, and what I have done, and I have actually forgotten to uh, to um, put these uh, put these things up on my uh, soundboard here, if you will. But uh, we have a couple of of, of things that we've got sound for and, and they're rather they're rather large actually they're, one of them uh, is uh roughly six minutes the other one is about 12 minutes and i want you to listen to them both in full now ed and i do things a little bit differently when it comes to
2: playing audio
1: clips he likes to tear them down and, and do things like that and and um, he and that's hey, that's his right. He running the show. He can uh he can do it any way he wants. Uh I personally I'm I'm a little different that way. I want to play the entire clip, or at least the clip that I think is important, and um, and then I will at that point in time go through uh, discuss the point. some of the points. I'll be over here taking some notes. And, and um, so we got a couple of audio clips here. We also, um, hey, I promised that I was gonna go in and do this as far as, uh, something strange that happened here. You know, this is still the taxi stand hour. When somebody in the industry, brings something to my attention. I like to, uh, I like to at least, uh, at least check it out. here. And what has happened was weird. Is Dara the K? And for the longest, I still can't pronounce his last name. I don't even know if Ed can pronounce his full last name. He's just always been, uh, he's just always been Dara the K, as far as I'm concerned. Um. Day before yesterday, it was brought to my attention that he had uh, privatized his account, his Twitter account. Meaning, unless he approved, you uh, uh, unless he appro- approved of you, you could follow his tweets. So, just for giggles' sake, I, uh, I checked it out this morning, and everything was back to normal so now i was looking for that looking for that um uh, if you will uh silver bullet there somewhere to find out just what the hell happened it really i don't know it could have for all we know it could have been a snap who on twitter's uh on twitter's uh, uh end so i i don't know i was i was kind of speculating that Hey, maybe he's going to be going for the golden parachute here, man. You know, uh, Uber really is not making the type of money, their, their stock is not making the type of money that he was looking to make. Yeah, he, he makes a dollar here and he gives up 50 cents there and you know, it's back and forth. You know, the stock value is nowhere near of what it was when he. Uh, when he first uh,
0: went, first
1: went up for uh, for its opening. So uh, I I don't know, and I also think it's kind of funny that when I put it out there, I asked, does anybody really care what happened or why he did this or why his Twitter account went uh, muted. Nobody can, so I'm not going to pay it any more mind than that. Uh, although I do find it kind of funny that there are a couple of high-profile Twitter accounts that uh, kind of went uh, kind of went uh for a little while uh, for publishing and um, promoting retweet. I don't know. I don't think they were actually retweeting it. But they were—I think—they were, I think they were uh, publishing the link uh, to a, a story that had been uh, put out there by the. Uh, oh, who was it? The New York Post, I believe, is uh, who it was, and they—they uh, they put out there. It uh, says I have weird background noise. Uh, Ed, tell me where, what funk, where are you hearing me from? Are you hearing me on the radio station or where are you hearing me? Uh, But, um, nonetheless, uh, I lost my train of thought. Thank you, Ed. Uh, No, nonetheless, uh, it was about something that had to do with uh, Joe Biden's kid, Hunter, and, and, and Russia and the accusation that there was money, you know, exchanged hands and, and what have you. So, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about it. I didn't read anything about it. I don't care to know. Because if it came from the New York Post, the chances are pretty damn good that it was nothing but a bunch of BS anyways. So, um, uh, we'll uh, we'll just have to see how that Uh, indeed worked out Uh, right at the moment here the phone lines aren't connected I'm going to wait until after the audio after I get done playing the audio here and um, then we'll hook that up here Uh, so I did get two two clips like I said the first one is an interview that I caught this morning here on the local uh, radio station, WCCOA, uh, out of Minneapolis, where Dave Lee, the morning guy, interviewed none other than Herschel Walker. Now, maybe some of you don't know who Herschel Walker was, and maybe some of you don't know what he's into now. Uh, He was a huge, huge... uh, success for uh, Georgia he was playing he was playing in his college days he went to the uh, he went to the USFL, played for Donald Trump's uh, New Jersey generals at the uh, time and uh, great player there. Uh, he was he played for the Cowboys the Dallas Cowboys for half a season I believe it was after the USFL folded uh and then and then the shoe dropped the cowboys traded walker for three quarters of the uh, defense of the Minnesota Vikings it was a huge giveaway on the Vikings part Herschel Walker was a huge bust he had one game where he tore it up and then after that I guess defenses got wise to his habits his running style whatever They scouted him properly, and he didn't do squat. So Herschel Walker now—I hadn't heard from him in forever—but now he's a shill for none other than Donald Trump. So I want to—I want to play uh, this. uh, Watch, uh, listen to this clip. This is about uh, uh, about eight minutes uh, long. So six or eight minutes, something like that. Give it a listen. And uh, I'll get the phone lines up here. And if you want to give us a comment on that on the other end, uh, feel free. Once again, Dave Lee with Herschel Walker. Maybe.
0: (laughs) Since that time now, You've been involved with politics. When did that involvement begin for you, during football, or was it after that career?
3: Yeah, no, it was after that. You know, uh, people, it's funny, you know, I've known Donald Trump uh, for almost 30 years, and I've sit back and never really said anything. Even when he was running for president, I never said anything. And and during this election here, I started hearing people call him a racist. I started hearing the terrible things they were saying about him. And I decided to speak up. And the reason I decided to speak up is I've known him, and I know he's not a racist. I know racism. I know he's not a racist. He never asked me to speak. You know, Donald Trump has been a friend, not just a casual friend, he's been like a family friend. You know, his kids, uh, you know, live with my family uh, during the summer. uh, And like I said, I've known him for 38 years. We're eating at his house, he's eating at my house. I've been invited to almost everything he's done. Even when I was playing with the Minnesota Vikings, we used to talk on the phone and stuff. And, uh, and I decided I was going to speak up. And I wasn't speaking up. I was speaking up to let people know for America to wake up. And what I mean by that is if you really listen to what the Democratic Party was saying, I, I, it was like they're taking your freedom away. You know, they didn't want to mention God and some stuff. They took God out of the Pledge of Allegiance. How can you take God out of the Pledge of Allegiance? They start taking God out. Well, I'm a Christian man. You know, I love America. They start saying how bad America really was. It was a racist country, the worst country. And I'm like, wait a minute. America is one of the best countries in the world. And if you've made it, you know, I've heard so many athletes and entertainers saying how bad this country is. And and I'm like, wait a minute. If you made it, you going got to tell me that other kids can't make it? No, they can make it. You can get the America dream here in America. Why are you telling people that? That's not true. And being on an Olympic team, one of the best honors I ever had, you know how many other countries were envy of the United States of America? And you're telling us how bad this country is? And this country's not like that. Do we have our faults? Yes, we do. But we know how to get along. And that's what we got to do. And I'm tired of the Democratic Party pretending that there's so much divide and putting it on this president. No, the divide is what you are doing right now, because what you want to do is win a vote. But every four years, this is what happened. Well, I want the American people to wake up and say, guys, we're fighting for America now. We're fighting for our freedom. We're fighting for so much. And they've gotten behind a, a, a organization that doesn't stand for American values. You know, and BLM. Black Lives Matter. You know, it's true, Black Lives Does Matter. The, the slogan does matter, but American Lives Matter. But the organization, the co-founders of the organization said that they, they trained for Marxists. And I said, Marxists is someone that don't like government, they don't like the nuclear family, they don't like religion, they don't like anything. And then I said, guys, look this up. Have you seen Black Lives Matter sponsor any scholarships in any one name? Have they given any money to any group that ever been harmed? Have they done any of that? You haven't seen it. And I said, but yet they do give to Act Blue, and Act Blue is the Democratic Party. And not only that, I looked it up, and that's why I tell people educate yourself on this. I looked it up, and they have a subsidiary company that is partnered with China that gives them money as well that they give to Act Blue, which goes to the Democratic Party. And I said, I see why now they're talking about. Uh, Taking all your freedom away. No, I don't want to become China. I love the United States of America. I don't want to be like China. And if anyone want to be like China, I would buy them a ticket and send them to China. I love American values. I love the American people. I love the American way. And that's what the president is talking about. Keeping the American way. He's not a racist. If you want to call him a racist, find out the whole story. It's not just part of a a conversation. Find the whole conversation and listen to it.
0: Before you uh, before you go, I know you got to run. What kind of reactions are you getting now that you've stepped up front like this?
3: Well, you know, I'm getting positive reaction because you know one of the things I tell people, I want people to challenge me. I said challenge me because I want you to learn as well, and I tell people educate themselves because you know what I found out is in a lot of the latino-american and a lot of the african-american when we start talking they don't even notice what this president has done for them with the economy you know how he's lowered the economy for them how he's done things in the historical black colleges all the things that he's done they don't even know about it and once i start telling them about it they go look it up and that's what changes them and that's why i tell people hey look it up you know there's some people that say oh Hershey, i can't believe you're doing that but I said, guys, I'm not doing it because uh, I'm uh, here trying to work for Donald Trump. I'm doing it because I love America. Look at what people said. And one last thing. I tell people, look at this here. I was watching uh, Ms. Pelosi talking to Wolf, Wolf Blitzer the other night. As I was watching her talk to him, she says something that I tell people. Look at what she's saying. She says, we feed them. mean, we feed the American people. That's the reason I'm not giving you that stimulus check, because we feed you. Well, that's what I don't want to do. I don't want the government raising my child. I don't want the government doing things for me because Herschel Walker can do it. Herschel Walker can get out and work for himself. I don't want you working for me, you know, because you're not going to do the job I need you to do for my child. You're not going to give him the education he needs for my child. You know, I, what i like for you to do is just do your job in Washington. That means help the American people out, not just sit back. Because remember, they're getting paid right now while America is starving. You know, they're talking about the stimulus check. They're getting paid. But is America gotta... getting paid right now? No, they're not. But yet they're fighting over something because she won't negotiate. And I'm, I'm not just pointing her out, but I say American people, wake up when you go to vote
0: don't just Herschel get- we got to run because we've got to run to uh, CBS News and, and uh, we've got breaking news here but uh, thanks for taking uh, for being on the air this morning with us here on WCCO or WCCO time
1: <laughs> he actually had to basically cut Herschel Walker's mic off he just kept on a rambling kept on a rambling kept on a rambling so uh I do have the phone lines up here, by the way, so it is uh, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. That's the number if uh, you want to um, give me a holler here. Uh, there we go. That's, oops, that's not what I wanted to do. This is what I wanted to do. Hi there. So, yeah, exactly. If um, If you want to give us a call here or give me a call. Uh, what do you think? What do you think uh, about Herschel Walker? By the way, Ed, Ed did call and uh, he did point out that not only did the Vikings give up live uh, some, uh, give up some, a lot of actual players, they also gave up some draft picks. The, the, the Cowboys built their dynasty off the back of that trade to which uh, Herschel Walker was such a bust. And I would even go as far to say, quite frankly, is is that in in a way, Herschel Walker is a lot like Donald Trump. Herschel Walker was one of the biggest busts in Minnesota Vikings history. And God knows Donald Trump is one of the biggest busts of any American president that we have had in my memory, and even back before before that, I've often compared Trump, quite frankly, to the last quote-unquote businessman that was uh, that was your president, the one that that uh, brought this country, helped bring this country into the uh, the uh, Great Depression, and I am speaking of Herbert Hoover. So there there are similarities there that uh, that's for sure. So. Again, 754800 chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight number. I want to thank you for um, listening here on radio TFI on the uh, like I said, radio tfi.com is up and running. I am I'm actually kind of stoked about that. We got the video feeds going. I'm not hey, I love the, I love the video feeds because I can give my expression i can wave my hands around i can shake my pen i can do all kinds of things with that so i as i mentioned i have one more uh one more video here that uh i want to play here for everybody and actually herschel walker had uh, Mentioned this. This was a video uh, that uh, Nancy Pelosi was being interviewed by none other than Wolf Blitzer on CNN. Now, I, I gotta, I got, before I hit into that though, I do have one more thing I want to touch on with the whole Herschel Walker thing. Just dawned on me. Just dawned on me. Just took that note. I want to put it out there. I am glad that Herschel Walker can feed his. I think his children are all grown. If you want to know, you want to know the truth. Hell, I'm pretty sure he's got grandbabies by now. But that's great. He's made his money, he's made his fortune. I'm not begrudging him that, but I do not think that he remembers, if at all, knows at all. What it was like to be a poor African-American man living in this country. Whole lot different when you got money. Whole lot different when you got money. It's not easy. Not saying it's easy for African-Americans that have money, that have a good income. But it is a lot easier than that poor son of a bitch that's out there trying to work three jobs and take care of kids and the whole ball of wax on top of that. The whole different ball of wax. And I don't think that, I don't think Herschel Walker has clue one when it comes to that. Okay. So let me get to this whole thing with Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Uh, Okay. She was talking to Wolf Blitzer about the stimulus package and uh, Wolf didn't give her any softballs. That's for sure. So by the way, if anybody sit anybody there right now think is thinking that CNN for whatever reason is just a just a sh- a shill for Biden and the rest of the Democrats, listen to this. Listen to Pelosi uh, get into him about this. Um, boy, I didn't uh, I didn't know they had the, this type of adversarial relationship. I hadn't heard it before but um, I don't know Wolf's pretty straight and moderate and right down the middle so I guess uh, I guess we'll see you be the judge here uh, give uh, give this a listen if you would you are listening to the taxes you know stand there are hour.
4: Americans who are being evicted from their homes they can't pay the rent many americans are waiting in food lines for the first time in their lives can you look them in the eye madam speaker and explain why you don't want to accept the president's latest stimulus offer
2: well because uh, thank you very much uh, wolf and i i hope you'll ask the same question of the republicans about why they don't really want to meet the needs of the american people but let me say to those people because all of my colleagues we represent these people Uh, I have, for over 30 years, represented my constituents. Uh, I know what their needs are. I listen to them. And their needs are not addressed in the president's proposal. So when you say to me, why don't you accept theirs, why don't they accept ours? Our legislation is there uh, to do three things, primarily to honor our workers, our, honor our heroes, our health care workers, our police and fire first responders, our teachers, our transportation, sanitation, food workers, the people who make our lives work. We couldn't be doing what we're doing without them. Many of them have risked their lives so that they had to save lives, and now they will lose their jobs because but they really they says really, that the states excuse, go bankrupt. Excuse me for that interrupting,
4: go bankrupt. Ma- Madam Speaker, mm-hmm. but they really need the money right now. Uh, and even members of, I understand of your own caucus, even members of your own caucus, Madam Speaker, uh, want to accept this deal. $1.8 trillion, Congressman Ro Khanna, yeah, for example. But let, me yeah, just, let me just quote Ro Khanna, a man you know well, I assume you admire him, he's a Democrat, and he just said this. He said people in need can't wait until February. One point eight trillion dollars is significant and more than twice the Obama stimulus. Make a deal, put
2: the ball in McConnell court. So what do you say to Rokana? What I say to you is I don't know why you're always an apologist, and many of your colleagues apologist for the Republican position. Rokana, that's nice. That isn't what we're going to do, and nobody's waiting till February. I want this very much now, because people need help now. But it's no use giving them a false thing just because the president wants to put a a check with his name on it in the mail that we should not be doing all we can to help people pay the rent, put food on the table, to enhance benefits, that they don't lose their jobs if they're state and local. That that they—that this—we're talking about the consequences of a pandemic, that the symptoms of a problem that the president refuses to address. And that is is the coronavirus. We know the the, the problem
4: out there, but there are millions of Americans who have lost their jobs. They can't pay the rent. Their kids need the food. That's right, and that's what we're trying to get done. $1.8 trillion. And the president just tweeted, stimulus, go big or go home. He wants even more right right now. So why not not work on a deal with him? And don't let the perfect, as they say here in Washington, be the enemy of the good.
2: Well, I will not let the wrong be the enemy of the right. What's wrong with $1.8 I, I, trillion? Dollars. Well, I, you know what? Do you have any idea what the difference is between the spending that they have in their bill and that we have in our bill? Do you realize that they have come back and said all these things for child tax credits and earned income tax credits, or helping people who have lost their jobs, are eliminated in their bill? Do you realize they pay no respect to the fact that child care is very important for people whose children cannot go to school because they're doing remote learning, and yet they minimize the need for child care, which is the... Is the threshold with which people mothers and fathers can go to work if they have that do you have any idea of how under, that's precisely why uh, just woefully why, Madam short their concerned. that's why so, concerned. it's so
4: important right now yesterday I spoke to Andrew Yang who says the same thing it's not everything you yeah, want but, you know but there's you, a lot okay. there
2: <laughs> honest to God you really uh, I can't get over it because Andrew Yang he's lovely Yo-Kan, Rokana he's lovely They are not negotiating this situation. They have no idea of the particulars. They have no idea of what the language is here. I didn't come over here to have—so you're the apologist for the Obama—excuse me. God Madam, Madam Speaker, Thank I'm, God I'm not Barack an apologist.
4: Obama. I'm asking you for, serious questions because so many people I'm are in desperate you need we, right now. Let yeah. me ask you this. Okay. When was the last
2: time? Let me respond to you. When was the last time, Madam questions. Speaker,
4: when was the last time you spoke with the president about this?
2: I don't speak to the president, speak to his 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 representative.
4: Why not call him and say, Mr. President, let's work out a deal. It's not going to be everything you want, not going to be everything I want, but there are so many Americans right now who are in desperate need. Let's make a deal.
2: What makes me amused, if it weren't so sad, is how you all think that you know more about the suffering of the American people than those of us who are elected by them to represent them at that table. Uh, It is unfortunate that we do not have shared values with this White House and that they have in their bill, why don't you talk about in their bill, a tax break for the wealthiest families in the country while they cut out the earned income tax credit for the poorest families in our country and the poorest children in our country. Uh, That we have to fight with them to get them to address the coronavirus crisis because they have said it was a hoax, it was magical, it was a miracle, it was going to cure it. It hasn't. And that's why we find ourselves in this situation. I feel very confident about the knowledge that I bring to this, but more importantly, the knowledge that my chairs, our chairs of jurisdiction, science-based, academically documented, institutionally uh, suggested in terms of what the cost would be to do it and to do it that way. And about, say, we talk about uh, child care, yes. We talk about safety in the workplace, safety in the workplace. That's a very important issue, especially in the time of the pandemic. So what I say to those people is we're going to get a deal. And when we do, it will be retroactive. It will be retroactive. Here's, a,
4: here's what you wrote in a letter to House Democrats, Madam Speaker. And I ask these questions only, as you know, so many millions of Americans are suffering right now. Well, you right quote now. two
2: people who know nothing about the agreement. Well, or not, there is no agreement. But what the suggestions are is if there's some authority on the subject, please, uh, give uh, equal weight to 12, to all of the chairmen on the committee who have written this bill. But so
4: many of your fellow Democrats in the House, they want a deal right now. No, that is isn't The problem solvers, they all want a deal right now. And and, and here's what they're complaining about, because you wrote a letter to House Democrats and you said this, let me read a line from the letter. Uh, You wrote, the president only wants his name on a check to go out before election day and for the market to go up. Is that what this is all about, uh, not allow the president to take credit if there's a deal that no, will help millions of Americans that. right
2: now? He's not that important. But let me say this. With all due respect, with all due respect, and, you know, we've known each other a long time. You really don't know what you're talking about. If the plural of anecdote is not data. Yes, there's some people who said this or that. Overwhelming.
1: OK, I'm going to can that for now only because... Uh, There was still about another uh, four or five minutes here to go. Uh, Ken Coons uh, come on. I don't know if he's still listening or not, but uh, he came on and said she's full of hot air. Now, I'm going to... I got to tell you something here, uh, Ken, and and this is the honest to God's truth, and uh, I'm not going to... This doesn't mean I'm going to tear up my... uh, my liberal card here or anything like that or my Democratic uh, card. Um, I'm not a big Nancy Pelosi fan, to be honest with you here. Hey, I got a phone call. I think it's Mr. Ed Van Ness. Let me answer the phone. Hello, lucky caller. You are caller number 10. Nancy Pelosi about
0: bitch what the, the Whiskers of Wolf what's
1: face. Well, well, good. You can you can be you can be the other side of this coin then for me. Okay. <laughs> well, here's here's the deal, Ed. I, to be honest with you, and this goes this has a lot to do as well with the fact that I I'm not a big Nancy Pelosi fan to begin with, only because I am of the belief that we need to start getting some fresh blood uh, in there. We need to get more people like your girl, AOC, in more leadership oh, yeah. positions.
0: Now, yeah. you're, now you're talking.
1: <laughs> I knew that would get your attention.
0: And I, and I just landed in AOC land, too. I'm almost home.
1: Well, hey, uh, there, by there the, you go. By
0: the, by the way, let's not be mistaken about this. I don't necessarily take... Pelosi's side on this particular issue. I just felt that was a good thing to say because she was about spitting nails. She wants to slap the glasses right off of Wolf Blitzer. She wants to slap the W's out of his name. That's how (laughs) mad she
1: is. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I just don't... I don't think... For one thing, they've been playing politics with this latest supposedly this latest round of of stimulus and this isn't just her this is also the republicans it's also trump first trump says trump says well uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have the the uh we're going to wait until after the election and if you elect me if you elect me well then you'll get your stimulus money he pretty much said that i'm i'm paraphrasing it by, by,
0: by the way john you know what they call that don't you
1: uh, blackmail.
0: Quid pro quo.
1: Oh well that that sounds more that sounds more official than blackmail, but it's blackmail.
0: You do, you do something for me, and I will do something for you. It's exactly what he did with Ukraine.
1: Yes. So yeah, it it. Uh, but the thing is, is. I don't care, and I'm look. I'm treading just above the waterline. I'm able to every once in a while get my get my mouth up there, and I can catch a breath, and I can swim for about another thirty-five inches or so, and then come back up for about for another breath. Uh, it, um, but it's not easy, and I'm not going to lie. the The whole uh, idea of another stimulus check. Uh, would start would would be huge it would be a lot bigger uh, than the first one to be honest with you and uh, I I'm have uh, I don't care about the amount as long as it puts a check in the hands of the people that needs it uh, we're quibbling about amounts here and
0: hey John hey John yeah, uh, I gotta go. I gotta go to a CBS news break. We got breaking news here. Okay. Think back to your Herschel Walker interview. Anyway, nice talking to you, kids and kittens tonight. I gotta roll, John. I'll be listening. See ya. Well,
1: here I thought he actually had some some real good breaking news here, or some goofy ass thing, Mister Ed Van. Nice and. Mr. Ed Van, nice. Where did I get that? Boy, I tell you, there's a there's a Freudian slip if I ever heard one. Uh, no, he uh, he's right. That was that was a dust up. That was a real dust up there. Uh, but I don't know how. I think Wolf got a little caught off guard. So maybe maybe he's right. Maybe Nancy did kind of smack him around a little bit here. But listen. That just that just proves to me the one thing that CNN is no shill for for the Democrats. You know, at least in this case, Wolf Blitzer isn't. I don't know. I can't. I Cuomo uh, uh, and uh, some of the other uh, some of the other people, especially on their morning shows. Yeah, you could probably make the argument. Hey, you know, you got to have a counter balance to Fox and Friends. Uh, that's all I can say about that. So, well, that phone line was open 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 if you, uh, want to jump in. Uh, let me do this real quick because I did have a couple more things I wanted to get out, um, here and we'll get these headlines out real quick. So I don't have to worry about troubling Ed with them come Saturday. By the way, uh, Saturday, 9 uh, a.m., excuse me, 10 a.m. Eastern Time. 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central. It is the Mothership Show, the Taxi Stand Hour, right here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI Video Streaming Network. Hopefully you can figure out what the hell happened to Periscope. Uh, But in the meantime... Let me give you this. So apparently, uh, uh, there's some issues as far as some of the staff members uh, with both uh, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, both have staff members. Uh, well, excuse me. No, let me rephrase that. Now, the Biden campaign has announced that someone who flew with uh, with uh, f- the former vice president. Uh, has come down with, uh, uh, with a positive test, came, tested positive for COVID-19. The positive result was discovered through the contra- uh, contact tracing that the campaign undertook following the positive diagnosis of the communications uh, director, Kamala Harris' communications director, and a non-staff flight crew member, so it's 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 spreading bad. All I can do is is hope that these people are okay. They'll be all right, uh, and hope that they stay far enough away from uh, from uh, Joe and stay far enough enough away from Kamala, and we can uh, carry this through. Uh, I don't know if anybody was was anybody listening to the. Uh, uh, listening to either one of these town halls, like I said when I in the opening here, I know that Trump uh, Trump was was a real shit show, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a- anti-Trump. I really am not. But when I turn I tuned over to that one after uh, during the commercial breaks, Trump was just backpedaling and trying to defend himself against the moderator over there on NBC. Well. What the hell do you expect? You had a damn, uh, you had a debate or you had a uh, a uh, town hall on NBC. NBC doesn't necessarily like you there, Mr. President. I don't know if you were aware of that or not. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but anyways, he, uh, I, I, he sounded like he was kind of treading water there for sure. So let's see what else I got. I got a couple other things here, real quick. Uh, uh, Canada still doesn't want us here in in their wonderful country. Uh, Prime Minister Trudeau said the border will. Trudeau says the the border will remain closed until the U.S. gets a better handle on COVID nineteen. Uh let's see. I mentioned the whole thing about McEnany uh about tw- uh, being in Twitter jail also the uh, uh the uh, team Trump uh Twitter feed also in uh Twitter jail for also uh, forwarding that uh, uh information from the uh, New York Post so oh here here's the thing for all you people who think that that Twitter is using censorship and blah, blah, blah. Keep one thing in mind. When you go, when you sign up on Twitter, you sign up and you, you check the little box that says, I agree to the terms and conditions, the TOS, if you will, of using their service. You're not paying anything for that service. That is free. You get a sounding board for nothing. Zilch, zil, you know, yeah, you might be able to promote, uh, you might be able to promote a tweet and um, spend a little money there, but for the most, excuse me, yuck. for the most part, you are, that is, that is a free, you, you are um, getting that service for free. It is their service. They make the rules. They may even unfairly change the rules. Somewhere along the way, guess what? Get over it. It's their game. They will run their game the way they choose and see fit. If you don't like it, go start your own. Uh, go start your own social media outlet. But um, that's hey, that's Twitter's business. If that's the way they want to run things, that's uh, that's the way they do it. And it's totally on them. Let me leave you here with this here. We've got, uh, oh boy, we're in like uh, almost 15 minutes worth of overtime thanks to those videos. Uh, I'm going to have, or those, that audio stuff, I'm going to have to uh, remember to try to make it just a little less than that next time. But uh, nonetheless, uh, let, me get, let me leave you with this. A teacher... Uh, has hit out after she was charged 100 pounds by an Uber driver who accused her of wetting herself in his car. Uh, Jeanette Ayers, 39 years old, went on a 10-minute journey in North London that should have cost $10.60, 10 pounds, 60, whatever, 60 pence or whatever that is. She said the trip was completely uneventful and that she barely spoke to the driver. Um, she had, she had booked the trip through her friend's account because her own phone wasn't working and was embarrassed when she received the picture from her driver showing a wet patch where she had been sitting. She said, I was absolutely mortified. My friend who booked the cab, they're not cabs, dipshit, had told her that I'd left the car a complete mess. It sounded like I had vomited and wet myself. As I was absolutely furious, I knew nothing had happened. So, who knows? I we don't know if she'd been drinking. If she had an accident. Um, I don't know. Next time depends, I guess. So, I, uh, folks, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with that because. Bad humor is bad no matter if it's in English or American or whatever it is. So I'm going to say bye bye here, folks. So thanks for joining me here for uh, a spell. Oh, don't get me
0: wrong, baby.
1: Won't you please stop you talk too much